Welcome back to Talking Lead. This is episode 94, and Left Hand's not here, or at least he's not here yet. So uh, Left Hand will be joining us a little bit later. If you can't tell, my voice is a little jacked because last week we didn't have a show, and I had pneumonia again. Apparently, once I have it, the way I had it last year, which I had it twice last year, pretty bad, uh, you're going to be susceptible to it every year. And I'm like, yay, that's just dandy so i've got a special guest host with me uh we've got alex freed from asymmetric tell me if i'm saying it right asymmetric technologies right yeah that's it okay good all right (laughs) and they've got the asp system and i always have to stress the p at the end (laughs) because there's been a few times i've told people on the phone like hey they got the ass system whoa okay left hand just scared the crap out of me because he told me he was going to skype in and he walks in the door. <laughs> What's up, dude? How you doing? <clears throat> so, left hand will get on his headphones and we'll get going. Sweet. So, we'll talk a little bit more about your product and a little bit more about you here in a little bit, Alex. But uh, left hand's here. We'll talk about what talk we... About me. What we? Let's just talk about left hand. <laughs> All day left hand. Can you, can you tell I picked up my style from him? Yeah. Oh, my God. Later. What the hell? Y'all called each other or something. The sweater was plaid undershirt. That's going on Instagram. That's the way to, the way to go. <laughs> Hang on. That's kind of... But, you know, hey, we'll roll with it. We, we don't judge. <laughs> right, that's just kind of weird, dude. <laughs> so, did you do anything with guns? Because I was laid up on coating cough syrup. Well, I think uh, most everybody knows that since we didn't have a show last week. Yeah, I just uh, explain that. Whining like a baby. Can you hear me good? Oh. <laughs> you, you, you are now. Now say something. How about now? Ah, much better. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Yeah, so I actually, that gave me a little bit more time uh, to get ready for hunting season, rifle season, because yeah. we were planning on it being this Saturday. Yeah. If you'll go back and listen to our old shows. I was like... We were a little wrong on the dates. Well, and, and when, I, when I found out I was sick, because you knew I was going to go bow hunting with Marcus in Alabama, I got one morning in the tree stand, and he texted me, he said, hey man, I'm getting a little cold, and I was like, I think I'm about to die. So I had to cut my my trip short, and I hauled butt back to Nashville. So you to go got to the pneumonia. Got pneumonia. Trip. Yeah, didn't see another deer again, man. I think I smell bad. I think I just stink. Well, yeah, but I that was only the first time this year. So I think it's your sasquatchiness. I was going to say it could be. be the size. You know, your size. It's yeah. got to be. You must stand out. They, a little can, bit. they can feel the ground shake when you. Well, walk. and Marcus's shoot houses are not exactly built for big people. <laughs> So I was a little noisy trying to get up in it. Were you in a tree? Yeah, it, oh, he good does. Lord. He does like the shoot houses were brave. They're, they're probably about ten feet off the ground, but they're they're closed. They're enclosed. I mean, he, they what, build them by hand and everything. But, what's uh, their uh, load limit? <laughs> <laughs> well, Marcus broke one what two weeks ago. Yeah, so it couldn't have it been too much. And there was a couple times when I turned riding. and I heard some. But uh, yeah. I could have gone in on the big stands, but it was freaking cold, man. I went to the uh, Talking Lead Ranch. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Scouted a little bit? Scouted it out and uh, got my normal place that's uh, ready to go. Nice. So we're going to head up there this week, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Sweet. So we should You're going to uh, put some encouragement? Like, I mean, like, hey, dear, come on out here. Like, come on out. I don't think I'm going to have to. Really? Yeah. No encouragement out there? Yeah, I don't I don't think we're going to need any. There's some good signs. Nice. And as we were leaving... 
Uh, we actually jumped two. I couldn't really tell what they were. Yeah. Because they took off so fast. They're about 50 yards out into the deep into the woods over by a pond. You and your brother? Uh, no, it was me and Special K. Special K? Pepper son. Oh. <laughs> we're yeah. getting all these new like nicknames. I'm like, what the hell's Yeah, that? I think we talked about him a couple of times. But he's been in a video or two. No, okay. Um, but this is his first time hunting. Mm-hmm. So the bonehead went out and bought a rifle without consulting with me. Oh God, what did he get? <laughs> he went to academy, and he bought. I mean, it's a good rifle. He bought a, um, a seven seventy. Okay, Remington seven seventy. Yeah, a, a three hundred eight. Okay, yeah, but he's left handed. Uh-huh. He bought a right handed rifle <laughs> for one. Uh, Special K, if you're listening. Well, on the other, <laughs> on the other hand, he's like, all right, what do we do? We, we do firearms. We know people who sell firearms and have firearms. Why Why would you go to the store and buy one? So, anyway. When you've got, Special K, when, when you've got a, uh, what would you be called? Boyfriend? <clears throat> friend. Dad-in-law? Just Kind of thing? Friend? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, we're, when you got I'm somebody that's dad, dating his... your mom yeah. that has a show about guns. You may want to call him before you go yeah. buy one. If it's I can tell you right now, he's not going to hear this. He didn't listen. To oh, me. okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> he just turned twenty. You know. Gotcha. So uh, he's one of those when he gets an impulse to buy something, then he goes out and he, you know, he'll buy. Runs it. with it. Yeah, he'll, he'll run with it and deal with the consequences later. But anyway, nice. I'm uh, I'm helping him deal with all that. We got him uh, uh, safetyed up. Went through some some stuff with. It. He didn't have to get his take the safety hunter safety course or anything, but. Uh, I went through some stuff with him, basic safety and yeah. common knowledge kind of stuff that you'd need to know for hunting. Because he's going to go with a couple of his friends, too. Are you going to do tree stand, ground blind? Or? I, I'm making him stay on the ground. Okay. Yeah, that's smart, your first yeah, time there. But we've got a, I've got a deer blind set up, and mm-hmm. I've got a tree stand nice. set up. Um, so uh, that's going to be fun. And uh, it's going to be fun for him because it's his first time. Nice. So I'm, I'm anxious to see how well he does. Very Especially cool. having to get up. Did you know, tell him do not wash your clothes and gain or tie. Yeah, I told or... him not to use soap <laughs> yeah. at all. And whatever he's got, run it through the grass or whatever around his house. You, you got to play a trick on him. Like, what? you know, say, okay, now that we're here, you got to roll around in the mud real quick, you know, get the scent off. Oh, him. I'm, I'm going to, I'll acclimate him. Don't yeah. worry. Yeah, good, good, good. <laughs> a funny story on that. My wife actually saw a sign for like the deer estrus. Uh huh. And she just looks at me with this puzzled look, and she goes, why would anybody want to stand around smelling like pee all day? And I just looked at her, and I said, you don't put it on yourself. Wait a minute. You don't? The, I put it on my shoes. On the bottoms. Usually you put it on, like, a cloth tag and stick yeah, it out, you know, like 50, yeah. 75 yards, and they go over that way. But I'll take the spray and spray it on the bottom of my boots. See, that's what she saw. She'd yeah. seen people doing the spray for, like, uh, I wouldn't put it to, on my clothes, to take, though. To take the smell off you, and yeah, she thought right. that they were spraying deer pee all over themselves. Oh, and I was like, no. no dead damn wind or something. I kind of wanted to not say anything and just take her and then watch her spray <laughs> pee all over herself. Yeah, I'm, I'm not into the, the scent or the no scent or any of that kind of stuff. You know, I'll just I'll go and I were all de- natural. Just think about it. I mean, especially in the area that yeah. I'm going to be at, deer are around people yeah. all the time, and there's people around anyway. Marcus and I were talking about that. When I use, um, oh, which one was it I use? It's not Dead Down Wind. Um, anyways, scent, scent Blocker. Every time I've used it, I don't see anything. And he was like, it's probably like owned by PETA or something. And they, they put out this massive marketing campaign. Yeah, oh, this will take away be. your scent. You know, you, deer won't detect you. And 
it's actually repelling them away so you don't hunt another or kill another animal. That's probably what it is. <laughs> I, I really don't think deer... It's I like mean, cologne. They smell that, that now. All yeah. these people are wearing all these different kinds. That's true. And the deer are like, oh, there's... there's that's Ralph Lauren. <laughs> oh, that's Calvin Klein. Now I will say this: I did see a white tail take off through the to, through the yard, through the woods, because one came up behind me. You know how they blow at you? They won't bleat and they're not grunting, but they're kind of, like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh crap, it's there. So I tried to stay real still, and it blew for a good ten minutes. And I'm like, okay, because the way the back of the shoot house is enclosed so and the wind was blowing towards him from where i was so it was coming up behind me i kept hearing him blowing blowing i was like 10 minutes went by and he kept blowing i was like well he must be blowing at something else it's that hair product yeah <laughs> sure <laughs> enough i is. lift up the little camo section on the side as soon as i did one more and i saw that white tail and that's all i saw i didn't see if it took off yeah he's gone he he busted me i was mad then another one was blowing because Marcus was in front of me, not directly in front of me, but he was you know a few hundred yards across a couple other wooded areas. Mm-hmm. Um, and I heard one blowing at him. It was getting dark. How far know, away? I was understand. It? I think he said he was like fifty yards. Fifty yards. With fifty a bow. yards with a bow. Oh, and I was getting excited too because I heard it blowing and I didn't realize how close Marcus was to me. So I heard the deer blowing and, I, and then I hear the rustling through the forest. And I'm like, oh, he's coming right at me. So I had the crossbow up, and I was ready because there's like a little lane where they come out of. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, I see a freaking sure light flashlight flashing all over. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like his mark is looking for his arrow. Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, so I guess I did do stuff with guns since the last show. Kind of did. It, well, did. I spent a lot of time getting, getting everything sided in. Yeah. Uh, we got this 770 sided in. Now, when I did the, the – Bo Frankenstein. Uh-huh. I was using um, subsonic ammo. Yeah. So I had to go recite it in because I got supersonic uh, ammo. Yeah, for the deer. So I went from like a 250 grain to a 150 grain. So you're going to take Bo Frankenstein? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm going nice. to put him through the ringer, see what happens. <clears throat> have they got like. Uh, he's shooting perfect down. Do they have like large yards. game loads for 300 block out now? Oh, yeah. Do they? Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. They've got hog loads, everything. Nice. If you can take down a big hog with it, it's going to take a deer down. Yeah. Because hogs like yeah. freaking tank hide. I think I've got, for for hunting, I've got 130 grain mm-hmm. from, um, who makes it? It's like X-Tac. Yeah. Isn't hog it Winchester? Low, nah, it's not Winchester. It's, um, it might be Remington. Mm-hmm. It might be Remington. I don't know. It's got a big hog on the box and it's a green box. And, yeah. That's one thing I love about like hunting loads. They have the type of animal it'll take on the box. <laughs> yeah, kind of dead giveaway. Yeah, you know, for for us idiots that. Oh, wonder which one of these will take a deer down? Oh, the one with the deer on it. Okay. So, our jack wagon of the week. Let's let Arlie Army do his thing first. Who rough super pie do or die hold them high at eighth and I. It is time for the talking lead jack wagon of the week. So brace yourself, baby. All right, so our Jack Wagon of the Week, I have not liked him for a long time. And I was starting to give him a little more credit because, hey, he was going to be the keynote speaker at SHOT Show. I was like, wow, that's cool. You know, it looks like we got another programmer in the celebrity ranks with us. Um, well, this not week the case. Was it this weekend or this week? It was Monday. Within the past we're... week, week yeah. and a half. So Jay Leno was going to be the keynote speaker at the State of the Industry at SHOT Show, which last year it was Penn & Teller. He was going to present. I mean, 
perform also. Wasn't he? Yeah. he was going to do some stand up. Yeah, going to do some stand up. He was going to speaker. Um, last year it was Penn and Teller. You know, they've always had some big celebrity names and mm-hmm. that are pro gun. Yeah. And it was kind of exciting that Jay Leno is a big name in the celebrity world to have being pro gun. Yeah. Well, and at the same time too, <clears throat> there was a there was like a little um, little doc, not a documentary, but a little thing he did on one of the morning shows mm-hmm. where he went out and he gave a, a wounded veteran mm-hmm. a brand new one of those Dodge challengers souped or? up i mean it's one of those special yeah. special model took him for a test drive and then surprised like dodge them. devil or something i don't know what they're called but yeah he took him driving around you know he's like well how, how would you like to own one of these yeah. and and it's he's yours. like oh yeah man i'd love to have one and uh the kid was hey like, hey it's, it's yours man hey you gotta pop your head like this hey hey all right you know you want to call her here you go. So, which but, that's, but it was weird. Did you see that? Yeah. Did you see yeah. the show? Because the the kid didn't seem real excited. Well, during the whole show. So here's what leads into him being our jack wagon of the week. That same day, he announced he's backing out of being the keynote speaker for Shot Show because Mayor Bloomberg and his little freaking mayors being idiots or whatever the hell the organization well, I don't called. know that he claimed that, but that's what everybody's speculating. <clears throat> well, no, because... Did he actually say His it? people contacted... or NSSF, National Shooting Sports Foundation, contacted Jay Leno's people. Hey, why did he back out? And he said, well, uh, Mayor Bloomberg's organization said, y'all aren't about gun safety and this and this and this. And they're like, that's absolutely ridiculous. We're that's all for we're all guns. About. Right. Yeah. It's a National Shooting Sports Foundation. You know, we. If <laughs> no, we were, we're about not being safe with guns and people to be irresponsible with guns. Yeah, so he backs out. Wow, I just said like, So he backs out, you know. Yeah, hey. Doing his voice. Go ahead. All right, so, so Jay Leno backs out. And, hey, hey, guys. I got I can't do it without bobbing my head all the time like that. Anyways, no, that's weird. I may cut that shit out. You got <laughs> to stick your chin out, too. Yeah. Uh, so he backs out. Uh, NSSF contacts him says, hey, look, let us tell you what we're about. Doesn't give them the chance. Said, no, we're not doing it. But don't you think he would have known what they were about before he agreed to be a keynote speaker? I would think so. the largest firearm industry event in the world? Yep. I would I mean, think I, so. It's not one of those things where, oh, shot show, what's that? Uh, sounds mm. like it'd be fun. Yeah, I'll go talk. Sure. Bullshit. They right. they did the research. They knew they know what NSSF is about. They know what Shot Show is about. The kind of people that are at Shot Show. It's an industry event. Well, and I've heard uh, he's it's a no collector surprise. too. It's no surprise. Which you know, it makes me think. I Dude's wonder in the cards. He's got to be in the guns. Yeah, I wonder if he's getting into politics, and maybe somebody said, "Hey, you may not want to." Which I'm not. No, you may for not want to. You may not want to ever get elected. So don't go to Shot Show. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's ridiculous. But, but I find it weird, and it's kind of uncomfortable. I find it weird and uncomfortable. Y'all are dressed exactly like. <laughs> I almost went down to the goatee too. <laughs> I so y'all really close. did plan this. I was this close to doing the goatee this morning. So I was like, I, no, I, I got I got to hunt this week. So. I, I find it a little weird and and uncomfortable that the exact same day that they announced that he's not doing that is the day he gave that vet the car. Well, there's no doubt. Is it kind of like that politics you know, diversion kind of thing? Are behind it and, and drove his decision. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know if he's in Bloomberg's pocket or you know what, but it ain't good. It's it doesn't send a good message, obviously to you know to the the gun community. 
I've never liked him anyway. But I've never really heard a good excuse as to why he's backed out. Yeah, I haven't either. I haven't really cared because, no. like you said, I don't. I've never cared for Jay Leno. And when mm-hmm. I saw that he was a keynote speaker, I was like, "There's one I don't care if I go to or not." Well, and he's he's always now Penn and Teller. I was oh, I was bummed because I didn't get to go to that. Yeah. Well, but, then, why didn't we get to go? Uh, probably because we were seized up in the room or something. <laughs> that could have been it. <laughs> I don't know. Um. Or maybe that was the thing that was $250 to go to the dinner or something like that. Ah, hell, I don't know. But he's always been known as somebody that steals bits from Mm -hmm. other shows and his stand-up. People were always getting on to him for stealing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the probably the most obvious one is Howard. Or comedians are comedians considered artists? I don't know. They just mm-hmm. call them comedians. Yeah, I'd say they're artists. It's an art. Yeah. Uh, one of the most obvious ones is Howard Stern used to always have chickens and animals pick NFL games. Mm-hmm. You know, he'd have like two things, and then all of a sudden Jay Leno started doing it on the Tonight Show, and that was probably the biggest one. I think it actually may have went to court. I could be wrong on that one, but well, even uh, before that. Bob and Tom were doing that. It's it, it's one of those they things. They put where, up a, some kind of animal against <laughs> Chick McGee, <Yeah. laughs> and the animals would usually beat him at the picks. Yeah, it, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I I, I don't know. And, you know? He, he, <laughs> what's up with him leaving and then coming back and leaving and coming back and leaving and coming back to the Tonight Show and screwing over Conan O'Brien? Oh, completely. Gosh. I felt bad for that. Guy. I like Conan. I'd O'Brien. love to get Conan on the show. Heck yeah! I wonder if he's pro. I bet we can convert yeah. him. Think so? He seems laid back. He doesn't seem like real political or anything. No, not at all. Conan's <laughs> not political. <laughs> no. Yeah. So Jay Leno, welcome to the Jack Wagon Train. I hope you like hanging out with Feinstein over there. Yeah, we'll we'll have him a seat right next to Jose Caseco. Yeah. <laughs> while he's cleaning his firearm. <laughs> Did you see where Jose's girlfriend has left him now? Because he shot him, shot his finger off. Apparently, there's probably more to that story. Maybe he had really talented fingers. I don't know, but they, it says <laughs> that they had a, a really he heated know. argument, and apparently, he got right with his girlfriend's mother over the phone or something too. Uh, I, I don't know. Roids will sometimes something make you do else, stupid stuff like but that. But sure, he's not on roids still. He's in pretty good shape. Last time I saw him, for what? What is he now? Fifty something? Yeah, yeah, he's fifty something. Uh. So Alex, What's our up? guest. So Alex in the house. Alex being here was a complete and total accident, just because Jim Irwin and I were dead tired, and we're just trying to find something else at AUSA, and we walked by this guy. How does that make you feel? <laughs> oh my gosh! It brings a lot of faith. But we love you now. <laughs> to me and my product. Well, you know it is the product because you know we're walking by and we're just looking at every booth, and we see this guy just. Slinging his gun up and it's sticking to something. And we're like, what the hell is that? <laughs> so finally, Jim was like, that looks useful. And of course, everybody knows Jim's background. So we walk up and we start talking to him. And, you know, then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, dude, hunting applications and this and this and this. And I was like, that thing's brilliant. I said, I'm not going to the Georgia shoot, but I'm going to call Brandy, get you hooked up with her. And when you get there, hook up with this guy named Left Hand and do some videos with him. So that's kind of how all this came to be. And that's what we did. Yeah. <coughs> we did a nice little uh, little video with uh, the stand-in Zeke yeah. uh, of the day was uh, Mac. Was Mac, yeah, Tim, Tim. from Mac. Yeah. Um, the voiceless Tim. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't able to talk. He was a little horse. Yeah. He was a uh, little what? Horse. horse. Oh, I'm glad I heard this. <laughs> He's a little horse. horse. <laughs> Raspy. 
<laughs> so but, uh, the asp, the no. assisted shoulder pocket, artificial shoulder Arf- pocket. You changed the name. Well, it was advanced at first. Okay. So it was the advanced shoulder pocket. Well, if you keep changing the name, how am I supposed to get it right? And then we, we changed it to the artificial <laughs> so shoulder pocket. Yeah, it's the asp. We'll get it right every time. Not, not the asp, just the asp. ASP, like the ASP. snake. Yep. Yeah. Not, that, not like the baton. Is that the logo you're going to come out with a snake? Yeah, it actually yeah. does have a snake yeah. on it. Oh, you've already got the... Yeah, here, I'll show it to you. I got one on my card. Oh, okay. Pull this out. Cool. But before we dig too deep into that... He's going to pull this out. Let's talk about you. <laughs> <laughs> He's whipping it Let's out. Talk about All right. cards. All right. Wrong cards, but here, you can have one of those. <laughs> so how'd you get into guns originally? Uh, well, my dad was a cop for 27 years. Okay. Um, so I grew up with those. You know, my dad got me my first gun, I think, when I was maybe 14. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'd been around him a lot, a lot younger than that. He'd take me to the police station. we go shooting and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, so. Well, where was this? Uh, up in Ohio. Okay. Northern Ohio, right by uh, Cleveland. That's where Nicole's from. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, uh, so I don't see an, I don't see a snake. In well, yeah, it's like I said, it's the wrong card. Oh, I got another one just for the product. <laughs> I didn't hear that part. My bad. It's got like a little squiggly on it, the hat that I was wearing. No, I don't know. I'll show it to you. Okay, <laughs> I'll watch the video. Yeah, <laughs> see the video that you're in. Yeah, yeah, I'm in that one. <laughs> so from your dad being a cop in Ohio. Yeah, and he okay. he brought me up, you know, to respect firearms and know how to handle them from a pretty young age gotcha. um, because he had them around the house, you know, and so I just kind of grew up with them. What was your what's your first firearm? Uh, my dad gave me a Ruger uh, single six. Really? Yeah, <laughs> I don't actually. It's one of the guns I want back. Ah, well, yeah, we'll I, skip to the fifth question. What? So that's the one you there's want? One back? gun, you yeah. Have back. Yeah. So when I was in the military, you know, living in the barracks, I'm living paycheck to Man, paycheck. Man, he's like answering our questions uh, without us asking. I uh, <laughs> I sold it to my my buddy that was living with me, and then he ended up giving it to his dad as a present because his dad liked those old guns. And this thing had been from like the seventies. Uh, had you know the the switchable cylinders you could do the twenty two long or twenty two oh, mag. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Um, but since I know who has it, I'm going to attempt to get it back. You know, uh, just buy it off him uh, for so whatever. You're, you've got you've market got an is. idea where it's at. Then yeah, yeah, his dad still has it. So it yeah, I, you know, it's one of those things you feel bad about after the fact. You know, you're young, you don't really uh, appreciate you mm. know or have that nostalgia yet, and then you get older, and you're like. Yeah. yeah, I never should have done that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now, you just mentioned you've got some some military background. Talk talk a little bit about your background military. Yeah. So I was uh, I was in the Marine Corps. I was a scout sniper in uh, Marine what, Recon. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> so I was uh, I was a sniper in Marine Recon, and then I did some time in Marsoc as an instructor. So I did a, a total of eight years. I uh, did a couple tours to Iraq and ran around Southeast Asia for a little bit. Ran around or right. just laid there really still for days at a time. Kind of both. Okay. Good. Yeah. It was a lot of jungle, <laughs> uh, a lot of rain, really? a lot of humidity. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Over in Thailand, Philippines. Okay. That kind of area. What's a gotcha. good, What's a good story you can tell us about being in the military? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, what's a good funny one? You got to have some good funny ones. I mean, there's all kinds. Nothing of Nothing that's gonna have like black helicopters uh, and guys busting yeah, through the door. Yeah. All kinds of good. <laughs> around the barracks you know a bunch of uh ridiculousness you know at the barracks rowdy you know deployment parties and things mm. like that you know zip lining off of the roof on 150 lines <laughs> what? what's the craziest target you ever shot like the farthest the longest craziest yeah far just or just target something y'all set up that- uh well i mean it wasn't you know it wasn't sexy or anything but just on like a long range mm. hitting you know like 12 or 1400 yard targets with uh with an m40 in 308 wow nice not this is like it's nothing. He's like, yeah. uh, well, yeah. unfortunately not. He shrugs as he shrugs. So like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, sound, it sounds cool when I say, but it obviously wasn't a first round impact. <laughs> that was, uh, you know, 
couple couple walking of walking uh, it in, walking it in off the wind. Yeah, that yeah, one, yeah. Now, how realistic? When were you in? Uh, from 2003 to 2011. Okay, so this was after that then. But how realistic is the movie Jarhead? Because have you watched it? Yeah, it's not the first okay. one, not the second one. Yeah, so the one, second one. There's a Jarhead too. That's ridiculous. I don't even don't really? even look for it. That's got to be a B it's movie. Stupid. Yeah, but yeah. it was based off the the go, the first Gulf War. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's yeah, got what War. Jamie Jamie Fox is the yeah. platoon sergeant Gillian for this. Yeah, yeah. Jack Gyllenhaal. 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 Yeah. Gillian Hall. Gillian Hall. Whatever. Gillian Halls. Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't think that was balls. He's got a sister too. Yeah, Maggie. Yeah. yeah, Maggie Gilligan Balls. She was in, wasn't she in um, Independence Day or something like that? Uh, she'd been in something recently that uh, we saw. She was in the uh, Batman movie. Yeah, yeah. Bruce, yeah, the uh, most rec- or not Bruce the- Wayne's love interest. Yeah. The first one. In the, the, one, with, the one with uh, Heath Ledger. That was the one she was the in. Heath Ledger? Yeah. Yeah, because he, Heath Ledger was like at the, at the little ball oh, yeah, where yeah, he yeah. shows up. Yeah, He's yeah, got yeah. a knife to her throat or something. I can't remember. Something like that. Talks about cutting her smile and all that crap. Yeah. <laughs> Best Joker ever. So, because like in that movie, you know, he was a sniper. It may have been. I mean, he was a marine, so yeah, he was, 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 yeah, was a scout sniper. But they were talking about how like it was just constantly doing nothing. And well, you got yeah, think too. Those guys showed up <laughs> golf war. They showed up in the desert like months and months before anything happened. So they just yeah. sat in Kuwait and mm, got sweaty waiting. waiting for the war to start. Yeah. yeah, and then the ground combat really. I mean, it was what forty something hours. Yeah, it wasn't very long. Yeah, before Campaign. white flags started going, eh. <laughs> so, and the the oil wells just <coughs> yeah burning the oil wells. I mean, yeah. we all saw that on the news. I mean, that part yeah. was pretty accurate, I think. Yeah, but <laughs> burning oil wells—that was the accuracy of the movie Jar Jarhead. Yeah. <laughs> what was accurate about the movie? They burned oil. Wells. Everything was on fire. <laughs> yeah. It was in the sand. <laughs> there it was you in go. The desert. Yeah. <laughs> so when it comes to pop culture, and that can be a book, TV show, movie, comic book, video game, if it involves so, firearms. What's your go-to? What's your favorite? Uh, I will admit, I do play some of the PlayStation 4. Okay. So I, I get on the Battlefield 4. I'm not really a Call of Duty guy, uh-huh. but I do play a little bit of that Battlefield. Why Why? Why not Call of Duty and Battlefield? So Battlefield's a lot bigger as far as like your, your play area. Yeah. You have to be a little bit more strategic. Like, right. you know, it takes a little bit more. I mean, it's still a video game, obviously, but yeah. You know, it's, it's not as like running around corners and just spraying and praying at people. It's a little bit more. You can sit out. You and can call artillery snipe. on you somebody, or you can sit out and like call the wind and you yeah. know try to hit people. You know, I mean, you can do a lot of other stuff in there. It's it's pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah see. The Plus, there's some other dude playing. You know, there's some other guy in you know wherever the hell Korea playing as a pilot, and he comes yeah. flying in like five feet off the deck, blowing <laughs> up. So it's like okay, that's kind of cool. Well, I I tried playing some Call of Duty for the first time in a while while I was sick, and I wanted to jump through the screen and choke people because. They're running around full sprint with these sniper rifles and just going boop, boop. And what do they call it? Quick, quick snipe. Quick snipe, quick, quick scope, scope or quick something scope. like that. I'm yeah. like, I just got so pissed off. I was like, that quick is scoping. the biggest crap that I had to turn off. Yeah, you need to get on with the battlefield. Yeah, I may have to. <laughs> I've tried. I tried the first battlefield and it was just, I, I like the the size of the maps and the you know the reality of it and the you know, like you're talking about the the strategy that you got to put into it and you can actually do teams and stuff oh yeah, yeah. they work a lot better um but to me it's just it was so hard to build up your level you know because you got to start off with basically sticks and rocks right yeah <laughs> you know really 
Uh, no, well, not really. Not really but you, just, you know, you got iron sights. You don't have any optics. Yeah. You don't have any like extra. Sh- you just got to kind of go with it. Yeah. yeah, and it's just it takes it's so hard to build that up, and then once once you know once you start getting that to that certain level, then it starts to be fun. But it takes you so long to get there. I just didn't have the patience for it, so went back to Call of Duty. Nice. Also, your Call of Duty guy, you too, huh? I am. I am. I, Call of Duty. I, I can't really get into it that much. My problem is like if I I'm have a camper, if I, like I have camp. If I have an addiction, it's probably video games because I've got nothing against them. I just know that if I sit down to play it at 8, 9 o'clock, I look down at my watch and it's 4 in the morning. <laughs> I just can't I can't get yeah. sucked in like that. I've got a... Now, I can deal with sports games because you play a game and you're done. You, know, you walk away. But uh, but you can always play another game. You yeah, always play another game. But see, Call of Duty, game. it's all about leveling up. So it's like, oh, I'm so many points from the next level. It shows me. Yeah, how but then once you get there, then you're again. done. You know? But uh, see, now, now what needs to happen is both of you guys need to get to Battlefield 4, and then we need to create a oh, little see, talking lead squad. But you're PS4. And what are you? Xbox? Xbox. Oh, Xbox. man. <sighs> yeah. We didn't get you on Xbox. No, man. No, it's man. terrible. Well, yeah. see, I'm, that's, I'm hedging my bets over here. Like, Did you some get people the Xbox like Glock, one? some people like you know Sig, <laughs> some people like. Yeah, the Xbox, Xbox one. I like PS4. Yeah, we got that. See, I'm still on 360. I mean, well, he doesn't listen. Yeah, it's it's a Christmas present, but I've been testing. It I, got you. I got you. <laughs> I'll upgrade soon, but I'm still on the 360. I tell you what, if Talking Little donate me an Xbox One, <laughs> I will come play with y'all. <laughs> see if we can't get a sponsor for that. I'll, I'll even well, maybe uh, asymmetrical if, sponsors for that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'll even wear a, a, a Talking Lead patch on my little guy in the game. Can we you customize get that? A talking Lead patch. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, we may have some by shot. We got, um, you'll see us there. Yeah. So is there currently or has there ever been a firearm or maybe even a piece of kit that you're ashamed to admit to have owning or owned? No. Never? Nothing? Never. Yes. I got all kinds Thank of you. shit. However, I mean, you know, I don't have like the skull and bone we face don't mean mask that in a negative way. Any of that kind of stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I never had a gun. Like I, I'm, I'm kind of practical when it comes to my, my firearms. Yeah. Well, I mean, like a, uh, and I guess you know, you being in the military, you probably had a different approach to it than somebody not like myself. And I just go out and I was like, "Ooh, that looks good. That looks cool. That sounds good. That sounds cool." And I would just start buying and amassing. Well, all his, kinds of look, crap. Let's, let's let's put it this way: when we started talking lead, his bag would. Fit on this table. <laughs> no, it was before, even before then. And now it's kind of gotten down to about this size. <laughs> I still like my gear, but I'm I'm more selective, and it, it more actually needs yeah. it actually needs to serve a purpose for something that I don't already have now. Because before I'd get three different things that would do the same thing, but maybe a different way or a different capacity. One yeah. would look cooler. Yeah, twelve different colors of the same. I, I mean, one of the. <laughs> I remember I bought uh, when they that, first came yes. out. <laughs> I bought Ooh, a new color. Got to get it. <laughs> I new bought camo. A, an M and P forty when they first came out, and I was embarrassed by that thing's trigger. M and P forty. Yeah, thing had a just a. It was we're like not a, fans of M&P. rubbing sandpaper on asphalt. That's what that trigger felt like. I mean, yeah. I, it's not that I'm not fans of Smith and Wesson or the M and P brand. Yeah. It's yeah. just we did a competition with them, mm. and I just the, don't have the experience you can pick with up it. and be really good with. Yeah, you might. If you I might had it and I shot it, dissing me with the Wesson just in case. More often, I might like it, but. Or maybe they'll get them to contact us. <laughs> That'd be great. But yeah. six months from now, and I'm like, "Hey guys," they're like, "Yeah, yeah. I remember you." Yeah. 
Oh, has there been a gun you hit? Well, you already said that. Yeah, the gun I wanted back, right? So that's that that single six. When it comes to bucketless guns, let's say money is no object. It doesn't matter. You can get whatever you want. What would be the gun you get? No rules apply. Uh, I would get a 40 millimeter Bofors mount on the back of a seven ton. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's a first. That'd be my get out of that Dodge was, truck. That was a yeah. quick answer, too. Would it be a Dodge? I mean, I haven't thought about would, it. Would it be a no, Dodge truck? It. No, it'd be like a military seven ton oh, okay. with like a flatbed model <laughs> yeah. with a 40 millimeter Bofors mounted on the back with like nice. a full, you know, able to spin around and everything. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be able to point forward, but, you know, I get the back 180. Yeah. Well, why not point forward? No, just the barrel too long. You can do hit anything the, you want hit to. Hit the cab of the truck. Well, make it a little taller. Make a mount. Yeah, I guess a so. telescoping. It tells I can remember this is anything. <laughs> I mean, if have I mean, a little joystick in there, you know, with the camera where you can just. Oh, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if, we're gonna, old, if we're gonna go absolutely nuts, I'd probably just get like a optics, It'll some kind of eyes. APC with a crow system on it. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> one of the one of the crow medium weights. They got a uh, like a thirty millimeter cannon on them. Jeez. Yeah, I want to take the well, as it goes vzz, vzz, the uh, like thirty mil like these. Yeah, That's but the, but it spits them out like that, like like three hundred rounds a minute. Oh, they're fast. Yeah, see, I'll get the the Gatling gun from inside the A10 and then mount it on top of the FJ. <laughs> <laughs> on the FJ? Yeah. Too but, bad it's like twice the length of the FJ. It probably <laughs> knock it over when you fired it. The <laughs> FJ would go. <laughs> I'd be driving and it'd knock me back twenty feet in. <laughs> So, so there's no laws and no rules apply, and you're going to mount it on the FJ. Oh, yeah, good point. <laughs> I'll just have the A-10. Just give me the damn just A-10. Just get the A-10. Yeah. It may take you uh, 10 years to learn how to fly it. But. So now back to the ASP. We're going to say, we, for the new rule, the rest of the show, you have to say the ASP. ASP. <laughs> spit with a little spit. ASP. Spit. So, so I got it, firsthand. Yeah, go for it. Did, did you get to play with it at, uh, at AUSA? Yeah, you did. Yeah. Okay. All right. I I thought it was very cool. Now, since we posted that video mm-hmm. on our Facebook page, we've had a couple of questions. You know, and I, I thought this one was a pretty legitimate question. It was on Facebook. Yeah, I think it was on Facebook. It might have been on the video page. It might have been on YouTube. But they're they're saying, all right, what if you go opposite shoulder? You switch shoulders and you're shooting still cased ammo. Where are those shells? Are those shells going to come? The the magnetic. I would think it's not that strong of a magnet. The field's probably only what an inch or so. Yeah, it's extremely localized. So I mean, yeah. your overall like magnetic well is the size of like a baseball. But to actually get something ferrous to attach to it, you got to be pretty damn close. I think we ought to we ought to test that out. And it's even more. Yeah. You know, so anything you know, ferrous obviously will you know adhere to it because it's a magnet right yeah. but the reason that the system works for us is because there's actually multiple magnets and the magnets attract each other stronger than if it was yeah. just a piece of metal and i mean and we have had guys like in the military wearing them during live fire exercises one guy uh jumped out of the prone and there was a bunch of link from a 240 and it it stuck to the the shoulder portion and the buttstock but he was yeah. able to shoulder his weapon and still continue to fire then he just brushed them off it wasn't right you know it wasn't a huge deal but no it's not gonna if you're shooting left-handed and you're shooting steel case ammo and you're ejecting to the right, it's not going to snatch them out of the air. It's just not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it might. you might get one that deflects back over there, but then you're just, just going to knock it off. Yeah, it's not going to It's not gonna be where you're fighting it's it. It's not going to prevent off. you from still shouldering the No, because it, the, firearm. the magnets will magnetize anything that's magnetic. So it would actually, if, even if you coated it with shell casings, essentially. Mm-hmm. And then, Total squirrel moment while I'm looking for this. Yeah. 
I freaking love Dave Moore, dude. <laughs> his his picture is that not Dave, cool? Yeah, he's just chilling on the phone. Dave Moore, yeah. yeah, he's just like, <laughs> go ahead. I'm talk, sorry. Talking <laughs> lead is what he says. He's on the phone talking lead. Get yeah. it? <laughs> I got it. <laughs> so essentially, even if you had, so even if you did have something small attached to your magnet, it's it's going to magnetize. You know, and you're still going to be able to use the system, and then you can brush off whatever happens to be there. Yeah. So let's let's go into details and. For our listeners who haven't seen the video, have, you guys haven't covered this yet about what the product is. No, it does. no, no, not at all. Go, go ahead and tell us about the product. Um, so essentially, what the purpose and right. So my company, Asymmetric Technologies, um, you know, we're a group of, of veterans, and and through our um, mutual experiences in combat, we all kind of identified that there was an issue um, when you tried to shoulder to stock your weapon when you're wearing your armor systems, especially the modern armor systems. Uh, it, it erases that shoulder pocket, and that the first thing you learn in marksmanship is to you know shoulder your weapon in the, re- the appropriate place and then get a solid cheek weld. Um, and again, that's just hard to do when you got the armor on. So we wanted to find a way to um, be able to find that or create some kind of artificial shoulder pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, and there had been a few different ways in the past that had been tried by other people putting like a a grippy rubber substance on their vest in that area. Um, in our company, we had tried um, mechanical means, like a little cup where the butt on I mean, your buttstock would kind of latch into it. Mm-hmm. However, that only works. I mean, it's, it's size dependent. You know, if I was wearing mm-hmm. it and it was on me and it was going to work, and then I gave it to Zeke, it, it would completely screw up the way he you know, sound, handles his weapon. Sound fat? I'm just saying that we're yeah. completely different sizes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, one of the guys in my company, his name's Chris Clanton. He's the uh, the uh, kind of the genius behind using magnets, and he decided to try it out, and, and it really, really worked. And so we were able to create, you know, what we call and what actually is an artificial shoulder pocket, where your weapon is stabilized and mounted to your shoulder through the magnets. Mm-hmm. Um, what we didn't realize was that it was going to have a bunch of of other secondary benefits sure. that we actually think are, are more beneficial than just the original idea of having this, you know, be able to seat it. You have know, a that, consistent shoulder right. pocket. Yeah. Um, so, you know, your, your secondary benefits are, one, because of the way the magnets are orientated, you get the same positioning every time. It, it orientates that stock so you have consistency, which helps you with your accuracy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also takes a lot of the weight, felt weight of the weapon off of your arms and brings it back. That's what armor. I noticed right off was the the weight elimination from from your firearm you know it took that that your left hand you know bracing and supporting the weapon to where it was just more of a it just took like a little thumb or a forefinger to to be able to adjust it it's it's really fascinating how much weight can be taken off just from something holding the buttstock because when i first did it you know held it up and it kind of clicked and like you said it was all of a sudden the rifle weighed half of what it normally would. Yeah, I mean so. it's a, it's an instant noticeability, <laughs> you know, benefit that you can feel. It's like boom, wow, you know, I'm I'm a lot lighter weight, I'm a lot quicker because yep. you're gonna be a lot quicker with it because it's it's lighter now. Yeah, yeah, we're using more of your force instead of maintaining the weapon in, in the the ready position or making sure that the buttstock's staying in your shoulder. You're changing what you're using your force on and now you're using that force to stabilize the system now who was it was it rachel stacy that was doing it with one hand yeah rachel um speaking of it musician rachel rachel stacy 
got to test it out too. I mean, she's she's not a by any means a, a little scrawny petite. I mean, she's like a <laughs> fitness physique model or something. I don't know, but I mean, still for a female to take it, she just brought it up with one hand. Okay. <laughs> So she just—I mean, she just brought it up one hand, and she was shooting it. She, as if, you know, she had a wounded left arm. So I mean, that's another application that if you're wounded, you know, you can't use one of your uh, your other arms. That would help assist and keep you in the fight. Yeah, essentially anything you have to do where you need Keeps to manipulate you more accurate, your, right? When you need to when uh, manipulate your weapon system one-handed. So yeah, you know, dog handlers is a big one. If you're a dog handler, yeah. whether police or military, and you're trying to manipulate a carbine single-handed. Mm-hmm. It's a huge pain if you're trying to actually bring it from the low ready up to the high ready, get it mounted in your shoulder, and then try to engage anything with it. Yeah, like he, uh, like you said, left hand. If you're wounded, uh, if you're just moving shit out of a room, you yeah. know, you come yeah. in to clear a room, and now you've got obstacles. You're trying to push something yeah. out of the way, or maybe like you said, you got a canine, you're holding it back with one arm, and you've got this uh, your other hand right. that you can manipulate the firearm with. But uh, it also um, declasp. Is that what you call it? Come comes down so you can hang the weapon also which which is not meant to be yeah Yeah. i was gonna go it's not it's not made to be a retention system no but at the same time it can assist with that with your retention system as well right so it has like a main part that's attached to your vest and then there's a front flap that you can actually pull down there's magnets in both sides so that they attract when you bring it back up but it will hold your your weapon there on your right side or left side whatever you're gonna you're gonna hang it put it this way when we were at usa and that was the first thing I asked you. I was like, don't don't touch the rifle. And I tried to pull it, and you've got to really yank on that thing for it to pop off the magnet. You've got to really yank on it, don't you? Yeah, you really got to yank on it yeah. hard. A couple to, of times. To get it to pop off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what I was going to say about that was, oh, so we haven't said to our listeners, it, it, it attaches to your carrier on the shoulder portion. Right. Obviously, we're talking about a pocket. You know, yeah, in the same manner here. that you'd have like a, so this is like a Velcro there. system, right? right? It just Velcro's around that strap. You can use it on anything. Yeah, um, so you don't have to buy a whole carrier. You just buy the ASP, right? And you could put it on your existing carrier, right? Right. And I, I wear mine uh, sometimes. I just wear it on a day pack. I think mm-hmm. you saw me doing that at the range at the shoot. Yeah, I had it hanging off a day pack. You can wear it on a, a chest rig, you know, without armor. You, essentially, anything that has Ooh. a strap there. I mean, you could if you had a pair of suspenders on, you could put it on a pair of suspenders. That's what I was gonna say. I was mm-hmm. uh, either suspenders, like overalls for hunting. Yeah. Or y'all could come up with a hunting vest, hunting orange with that, and hunter orange. Well, we're 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 working on a prototype for an armorless system, <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, for a system that doesn't require you to be wearing some kind of kit. Yeah. Um, that would. Essentially, be like a shoulder holster, sure. but then would mount our product on it, mm-hmm. um, and that's going to be aimed at either sportsmen in the field, you know, hunters, and you know, especially bird hunters that you know right. want to have their shotgun up the whole time they're walking through. Well, field. that oh. magnet is so strong; you just have a magnet they put under their shirt and they just clasp onto the magnet. Well, we're trying to find one that, like, if you're going to do PSD and you're wearing a suit or something like that, and you're carrying a PDW class or a submachine gun, yeah. you'd be able to sling it and then it'd actually slide and rotate, so you could have it connected to the magnet the whole time while mm-hmm. you come, you know, from low ready oh, to nice. high ready. And it would just stay underneath your jacket. So we're looking. We've got some designs, and that's that's an area we're moving into for the next generation of products. And y'all have got patents on all this, too. Yeah, we have the patent on the, the product, and then also the, we have a, uh, an IP on the idea of actually uh, attaching a, a weapon to armor with Mag- or to a person with magnets. In. Yeah, that's neat. It's important. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, you know, keeps... <clears throat> 
hopefully keep some other people from swooping in. And so anybody out there listening, uh, if you hear this, you can't copy it. <laughs> well, you could, you could try. You could contact um, Asymmetric Technologies if you've got an idea. I'm sure they would work with you. And Alex is silent. Uh-huh. He's like, mm-hmm. no, you can call me. Yeah. We'll yeah. talk about it. Call me yeah. personally. I'll use it. <laughs> and maybe years down the road, I'll throw well, that's, you that's actually I'll one take of you out to dinner. <laughs> for our, our guys, like my guys from my former units and, and other people, police officers and whatnot, have, you know, they have uh, mentioned a couple of different things to us. You know, and that's, not, you know, that's something that we're, we're looking into is using some of these other ideas or, or trying to find a solution specifically for things. A couple of units have asked us for um, – to solve a problem that they have through the use of magnets. And so we're looking into it. So that's actually something that we do do. And if a, you know, a guy's got a good idea uh, and he brings it to us, I mean, all right. So why 88 pounds? Okay. So that was me just saying 88 pounds. It's, (laughs) we haven't actually like got it on a scale and figured out how much it's going to hold, but like the attractive force between two magnets. Now that's not, so it has nothing to do with, uh, whatever that guy was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see that? I did. That was was absolutely ridiculous. The first, the weird comment. I weird deleted time. it. I deleted it off our YouTube because it was so ridiculous. Uh, it was out there. saying, "Oh, it's it's why eighty eight pounds? Well, it's eighty eight pounds because uh, they're Masonic and Masonic Masons are the devil worshippers and blah blah blah." And he was going on and on and on and on. I was like, "That's stupid," so I deleted it. Yeah, I don't even know where these people come from. Should have left it so other people start blasting him. <laughs> it was just it was so ridiculous. You could you could put well, it in there something in there something Nazi about. The number eighty eight or something. Well, they had that six. They had that SS six six. Well, now that the eighty eight was a German flak gun that they also used as an anti tank gun. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, the German eighty eight. Yeah, they used to shoot our tanks and aircraft with it. So yeah, it's not a piece of artillery. But anyway, so the eighty eight came from me ballpark and the attractive force between two of these rare earth magnets, and they they pull together at about eighty pounds. Um, It's not going to. You know, it's you're not going to hold eighty pounds of weaponry. Right, you can't you, you can't sling your mod deuce off of it. I want to do a video with it, <laughs> shoulder mod deuce. Just with it. showing everything we can stick to it. <laughs> well, right, we'll start off. Kunk. We'll start off with like kunk. with like our glotch. Yeah, and then we'll go a little bit bigger each time. We'll go up to like a desert eagle. Then we'll get up to and do rifles. quick cuts towards like. <laughs> and then we then we got a mod deuce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it'll hold that one up. <laughs> It'll hold your Copenhagen can. Nice. Right? A lot of the guys that uh, we've showed it to like that benefit. You never lose your Copenhagen can. The new go. metal Bud Light cans. Funk. Shunk. Yeah. Do all kinds of crazy. You, <laughs> that's what we'll do. You're doing all the guns and ratcheting up, and I'm just taking random crap and going, Kunk. <laughs> Putting skull on there and getting a dip yeah. as you're doing it. Put your- <laughs> I'll put a can up there and unscrew it, and it just falls out, and I take whatever's left. <laughs> Get like your phone, stick it on there. No, that would erase it. <laughs> nope. Nope. Really? No. Wouldn't ruin it? No. Nope. So that's actually we talked about. It's going to be my next question. You know, what what are people's concerns about electronics? And I'm glad I'm glad you asked because that is something that I want to hit too because we get a lot of questions about uh-huh. how it's going to you know affect, affect your electronics. electronics. Yeah. Radios. And, and so the short answer is it won't. Now, if you have hard drive, no. If you have an eight track, if you have a VHS, anything that's like magnetically written. Uh-huh. Like those magnetic tape devices, you know? So if you're still rocking your 1982 model, whatever, computer system that runs on huge magnetic tapes, don't walk too close to it with this thing. Do you have, do you have an ASP on you? No. ASP. But here's the thing. your phone out? So like, <laughs> no, I was going to see if I could erase this jump drive. You can't. Really? It's a solid state. It's not, it just doesn't work like that. Huh. 
So like we've you know attached our cell phones to them and made calls. Um, <laughs> you could throw your keys up there. It's a key holder. So if it's safe, you could just slap it up, put it on speaker. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm seriously. I've done that. Yeah. I mean, when we had it with first of the 38th Infantry out in uh, in Fort Carson I just was a unit of, that tested this uh, uh-huh. product, and they were on a a full live fire um, demonstration where they were running out. Excuse me, not demonstration, but you know, field exercise where they were out there um, assaulting an objective and then moving under support by fire positions. They had strikers out um, doing what they do. Mm-hmm. So these guys were moving from inside strikers with all their comms and everything running, uh, GPS equipment, all that kind of stuff. Um, they had no comm issues. There are no – it's just not going to interfere with that kind of stuff. Now, right. if you took one of our magnets, took out your hard drive, touched them together, physically touched them together, and started rubbing the magnet back and forth really, really fast for like a long <laughs> period of time, Right. It may be possible to induce some type of electric current in mm-hmm. that device that may short circuit it if you uh-huh. create enough energy. However, if you're doing that, you're misusing the product. Hmm. But if you just stick it to your phone, if you stick it to your computer, it's not going to erase what you got going on. She could put a rearview mirror on there. Well, if it if it's that safe with <laughs> electronics, I just thought of a whole new application: runners. You know, you got groups of runners. I used to have buddies that would like turn their phone on, stick it in their pocket, and we'd all listen to the same music as we were jogging. Just slap it right up there. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you got those little uh, armbands that you put it in, and that thing's, you know, curled. Yeah, but those don't look cool. Yeah. I mean, you can't like throw it and it will stick to it. One thing it will interfere with, other than your magnetically written uh, medias, your compass. It's going to throw uh, your compass off, right? So, same way as if you're trying to take a compass check and you're standing next to a tank. But how it's much? Mess if, it up. How close would it have to be to do it? Uh, you need to be like ten meters, five meters. Oh, really? That close? Well, actually, I mean 10, that far. Probably like five meters. You're oh. gonna want to get away from it. It's the same rules. If you look at the rules for like, don't stand under power <laughs> Wait lines. Wait a minute. How are you? If you're on, your, if you're alone and you're lost, are you gonna like have to throw your compass five meters and hope you can see it? Or? Just take the ass. You off. take the ass off. It's velcroed. Yeah. See, that's why y'all are the smart ones. Just take it off and, and set it down. <laughs> and, and don't go. carry your rifle or take your buttstock off. Well, it's got a magnet in it too. Yeah, you can take that off easy. Now, can the the attachment to the buck stock, buck stock, buck butt stock. stocks? Can you put it on any butt stock? So right now we've got it just for the standard U.S. military issue M4 okay. style butt stock. Uh, that was our first like thing to go to, mm-hmm. and then we're going to start incorporating it into other systems. So you know, for your 870, for Magpul stocks, for B5, uh, other military weapons, we want to get it into like uh, sniper systems. Yeah, uh, the two forty nine things like nice. that. <clears throat> Do y'all have any other products coming out like firearms related, or is it pretty much y'all are running with the ASP right now? Yeah, for right now, our only products is the ASP. Um, the, con- the the company Asymmetric Technologies. We do other things. We are. Uh, services company mainly doing technology integration for the military. So you got a magnet genius working for you, right? The guy that kind of yeah. Any railgun in the works? No, maybe. <laughs> I mean, not that I can tell you about. Yes, that would be awesome. <clears throat> or maybe a magnetic vehicle. Because it's possible. You just have to have strong. You just sound like magnets. Christopher Walken. Well, the Navy. It's possible. The Navy's got their <laughs> Frankenstein didn't scare me. <laughs> My super scare me because they're fast. <laughs> I think Lockheed Martin or somebody like that Raytheon's making one for the Navy. Railguns. They've, yeah, they've got a working model. But just the the concept of that to where you can take any chunk of metal, boom, and you're firing a projectile. That would be awesome. You just have to have magnets that are timed right, 
strong enough to propel it along the rail. This is, I'm, you know, the physics behind that's a lot. Way it's over a my lot. head. It's a lot. The strength of those magnets would be insane. But damn, it would be cool. <laughs> Don't have feelings next to them. How's that, how's that affect feelings? People with feelings. Oh, yeah. No, it doesn't. Yeah. To give them headaches. So if you have can a, they tune in Tokyo? If you have a pacemaker. <laughs> <laughs> if you're wearing a pacemaker, you probably don't want to get our magnet too close to that thing. Mm. But if you got felons, it's not, it's just not big Braces. enough for. Yeah, it's not an issue. Bonic I mean, eyes. Don't touch a magnet to your like teeth. Like don't. <laughs> you purposely. know people will you start, do that. If you start chewing on a magnet, it's going to stick to your braces. So, I mean, Might common feel sense. A little pull there. You know, metal plate in your head, neck. But like, if you got it, you know, walking around and you're getting in and out of a vehicle, you know, you're not yeah. going to stick to the vehicle. I mean, that guy's <laughs> you're hanging. You're like, yes! Remember the Super Glue commercial? The guy with the hard hat up on the yeah. the beams, hang him up there. And we had guys running in and out of strikers, and they didn't have an issue. Gotcha. Well, and the way you get out, I mean, you'd have to. Even even if you yeah. did, even if it did grab it, it's not that hard. No, and you have to be pull. close. Like, I mean, you have to be within an inch for it to really pull you into something, especially sure. when you're wearing it. If you just have it and like you, you set said, it down. You said it's like a, what, a three inch by inch and a half, two inch kind of thing. It's about the size yeah, of a like, cigar cutter. It's like, oh, it's smaller than that. Smaller, the actual magnet, yeah. That, the yeah. magnets themselves are like two by two. Yeah, not like two by two. Yeah. I was thinking like three by two, but. Well, cool. So if people want to purchase one, can they purchase them for civilians right now? Yeah, so right now they're they're available for pre order. Uh, okay. We're going to uh, production uh, coming up here soon in December and then into January. How do they pre-order? Uh, you can My go to the, the ASP website, so that's the ASPsystem.co. Okay. You go to that site, and then there's a, a, a pull-down tab where you can, you can purchase the product, and then it'll log yeah. a pre-order yeah, with us. If you want to see a full-on demonstration of it, go to our YouTube channel. Uh, we've got the video there. I think it's, it's the, the most recent one. The, it says asymmetric interview. So you guys can see it in action there, and then you can go to um, asymmetric. What's your website again? Well, our company website's asymmetric.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you want to see the ASP, you can go to aspsystem.co, or you can just go on YouTube, and you can search for artificial shoulder pocket, mm-hmm. and it'll bring up our first YouTube video. It'll bring up your guys' YouTube video. Nice. Uh, and then we're, we're doing another uh, promotional video coming up on December 6th. We're kind of having a, a range Which, day demo live fire. There may be a surprise out. guest cameo in that video as well. Hoping, hoping for that. Jay Leno? No. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Left hand. Oh. Left hand and Z, nice. maybe. Yeah. I'm in it? Sure. How, how much coding cough syrup was I having? <laughs> it, it, is I having it hasn't happened yet. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, December yeah. the 6th. <laughs> no, December 6th. I was like, wait so a minute. So we've got, our company's based out of Columbus, Ohio, and we've okay. got some property about an hour and a half south of the city. We've got 120 acres. Nice. And we've got a range set up. We just got a bunch of uh, steel from shootsteel.com. Uh, they hooked Good us company. up with, uh, yeah. Awesome guys. Uh, met him out at the uh, the YouTube shoot there at Iraq Veteran 888 Yeah, just four of them. Just four yeah. eights. <laughs> just keep going. You'll eight get to it. to the fourth yeah. power. I always mess it up. <laughs> so I didn't even mess it up in our video. At though. least he stopped saying Iraqi Veteran. Iraqi Veteran, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's not a good one. Yeah. You know, no, I used to say Iraqi Vet. <laughs> 888. It's Iraq Veteran. But yeah, those guys got us um, some steel, so we're going to have that out there. Uh, a few other sponsors are sending us kit and equipment. Um, the guys from the VSO Gun Channel are coming out. Uh, we got Franklin County Sheriffs. I think they're coming out. Uh, we're trying to get some other departments to come out, some other military units, and then a bunch of my guys uh, that are former recon and MARSOC cats uh, that live in the area. Um, 
or that are on leave at the time are going to come out and and shoot with us. We're going to do a video, you know, and uh, get get everything for the commercial ready, and then um, probably get some binary explosives out there. Oh, nice! Yeah, guys from U.S. Chemical Supply. I mean, oh, that, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of cool. Yeah. So yeah, it should be a big thing. We're going to provide ammo, provide food. Um, there's going to be a big bonfire burning, keep everybody warm. We got a, a metal building out there that's going to be all set up and ready to go. So it should be a good day. You got social media running too, or us? Yeah, you guys, us. VSO Gun Channel. Like I said, huh? um, you guys. Huh? No, no, no. I'm talking about for asymmetric technologies. Do y'all I'm, have social media? I mean, just start. So we have a Facebook uh, page. <laughs> you can look for the artificial shoulder pocket on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, it's linked through our uh, page as well, ASPSystem.co. Gotcha. It's on there. You've got your social media tabs. You can you can find us on uh, Facebook. I think we have a Twitter account, too. I should probably start doing something <laughs> yeah. with that. Yeah. Instagram, man. I'm not even Instagram. really sure exactly what Twitter is. It's weird. Our Twitter is our Instagram post. <laughs> and I'm not you even really sure Twitter. what Instagram is. You can link. I think you can link your Twitter Facebook to it Twitter is dumb, also. and Instagram is Twitter for people that can't read well. Because <laughs> Instagram's got pictures, right? Yeah. Right, so that's probably the one we want to have. Yeah. 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 Instagram would be good. I think you can tweet pictures, too. I don't know. Yeah. I don't do any of that. Something like that. You handle all that crap. So we'd like to thank our sponsors. We've got ICE Training, ICETraining.us. Also have our bandwidth sponsor, SDI, www.sdi.edu. And yes, I said www. Somebody like trolled us and said, you don't got to say www every time. It's Tab it. 2015, we all know. Tab it. Anyways, sdi.edu. If you want to become a gunsmith, get your associate's degree in firearms technology, or even just do the uh, armor's courses for the AR-15, 1022, et cetera, et cetera. Holder and Green Professional Real Estate Services, HT Press for all your Middle Tennessee real estate needs. Give those gun-friendly guys and girls a call. Um, and they are affiliate brokers with Benchmark Realty. Holder and Green Professional Real Estate Services, 1-800-615-1840, extension 2222. And especially if you're a veteran, give them a call, and they can help you get in touch with the right people to secure a VA loan. CantuBrunerDesigns.com, Cantu Bruner, Dax Bruner, and all his really cool uh, caliber pins that he makes from shell casings. 1776 United, go there and get our Talking Lead t-shirt, Hardcore Operator t-shirt, and their cool hats and shirts that 1776 United um, provides. So it's 1776United.com. And SavoyLeather.com, Jeremiah Savoy can put just about anything on there. Uh, really good Christmas present since it's coming up soon. Alex, man, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming out, buddy. Thank you. Looking Hopefully. forward to uh, the 6th. Yeah, I hope you all come out. And I'm looking forward to coming and... <laughs> Are you? Yes. <laughs> good coming and killing a deer <laughs> on a certain property. Somewhere in the Nashville area soon. Maybe. You looking at him or you looking at me? I'm looking at you. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to get up there for the last <clears throat> couple of weeks. It's been elusive. And as always, left hand. Keep, keep your, your loved, loved ones, ones close. close. And your firearms closer with the ass system. <laughs>